Hello and welcome to the Market Lane Coffee Podcast. This episode is part of our coffee rollout series where we introduce new coffees to the Market Lane team. My name is Einar and I'm here with Jason. In this episode, we talk about two coffees we introduced for the first time last year, Finca Los Palomos from Urao, Colombia and Layama from Caranavi, Bolivia. Hello, Jason. Before we talk about the new coffees, I was wondering how the new shops are going. Do you have any updates? Yeah. Hi, Aina. Hi, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening again. Yeah, we've got some updates. We finally got keys for our Queen Street location, the new shop at Queen Victoria Market, and we are signing a contract with a builder. So from here, it should move pretty quickly. Uh, we're hoping to be open early July. So the target's sort of second week of July, but hopefully we can do it a little bit sooner. Um, the Sydney Road Shop's a bit a little way behind that, but we have finalized some plans and we hope to get the builder going on that in the next few weeks as well. So they should be fairly close to both of them opening. Uh, yeah, so other than the new shops, uh, there's a couple of other updates. Um, I'm excited to hear about your new class. Um, you can tell us a little bit about that. Uh, there's also a bit of anonymous feedback that I'd like to address, if, if that's all right. The first one's about um, how we grind filter coffee for customers to take home in their in bags. And the question was, why do we grind the coffee on setting 13 when we grind it for 11 in the shops when we brew pour over ourselves and it's a good question because it, it does seem like a bit of a discrepancy uh first i'll say we, we do there is a range of grind settings that we use in the shops to brew our ratio of 30 grams to 500 grams of water so that it does range from you know 9 to 13 in terms of why we picked 13 especially for the retail setting itself it is a little bit arbitrary we didn't really test it brewing in a number of different ways but we thought that this would be a way that works for people brewing v60 or the flat bottom brewers or the cones itself and we're going to review that and, and see if there is a better setting that we can use i guess the important thing is is that it's all ground the same way across our shop the um the other bit of anonymous feedback we had uh was about single origin or guest coffees and and whether we're whether you, I guess, as baristas are allowed to use them as the, the main offering in the shops. And uh, I've answered this individually um, a couple of to a couple of people, but basically, yes, you are, so long as the customer knows that they're getting a different coffee from our seasonal. And I'll try and explain why. It's because, say, they go to your shop in the morning and they get a flat white, and it's not explained to them that the flat white is going to be made from a Rwandan coffee, like Mbilima. They drink it, it's really fruity, um, it's got a lot of acidity, and then they go back in the afternoon and have another flat white, and it's made with a completely different coffee like Santa Clara from Guatemala and it's really chocolatey and nutty and heavy bodied the two taste really different and to them that inconsistency would throw them off we all think that the most important thing for the customer is consistency so when they get when they ask for a flat white it's the same every single time every single day and Part of that is knowing what they're going to get. So it's totally fine for them to get a really different tasting coffee so long as they're expecting it to taste different. So yes, you can run it in your main grinder, but you have to say to every single customer, we're serving Mbilima from Rwanda as our espresso today. We also have our seasonal espresso. And so they know and they know they have a choice. But yeah, they, they absolutely have to know because if if they don't, they will think that our coffee is really inconsistent and all over the shop. And, and that's that's not the case, obviously. So that's all the anonymous feedback we had, but um, I did want to talk to you about your new coffee appreciation class, Aina. Um, I saw some paperwork you had prepared earlier for your for your next class. Do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, what's what's in it and what the customer will experience when they sign up? 
Yeah, so this is a new class, uh, public class. Uh, so it's in addition to the espresso class and the filter brewing class that we're already doing. Uh, it's on uh, Saturday afternoons at Collins Street. People can book through the website. So there's a lot of tasting involved, right? There's You taste, how many coffees would a, a participant taste? They will taste four coffees as a um, kind of guided tasting. Uh, I will brew the coffees as a pour over. They will start with one coffee. I will introduce some vocabulary talking about acidity, sweetness, aftertaste and, and body. And then as we go through the coffees, it will explain more about how the coffees are produced. Uh, so we'll talk about process and, and the difference between origins and how to distinguish the different coffees. Yeah, it sounds complicated, but I, I love that it's sort of guided so they can choose, you know, medium, low or high acidity. And then if they choose, they so-called tropical fruit they can choose from mango, papaya or... Melon, I think, is the... <laughs> uh, in there yeah so it comes with a little worksheet that helps them finding the right words and kind of tick off whether it's medium high or low acidity great and how much is the class the class is hundred dollars then when we've done all the tasting we will go through uh, extraction as well so in the morning there will be an espresso class so the espresso machine is is ready or if people are more curious about filter brewing uh, i can show them how to make filter coffee sounds great and how many spots in the class uh there's five spots so a small group but i think it needs a certain amount of people to get some kind of conversation going got two really great, interesting coffees to talk about today, Bolivia and Colombia. Los Palomas from Urao in Colombia, from Antioquia, a very central state. And this is a beautiful coffee we've had for the last couple of years. It's been a favorite for from the staff. Um, it's one of my personal favorites as well. And it's back. Let's talk about the flavor first. I know we brewed up a cup of it earlier. Uh, what notes did you find in the in the cup? Tasting notes, I thought this was a very complex coffee, a um, lot of red fruit, some apple, grape, well-balanced sweetness and acidity, buttery mouthfeel, uh, some notes of mandarin, pineapple, kind of tropical fruit. Yeah, quite a lot going on. Yeah, lovely. I, I found it to be really uh, rich. Some notes of like plum, uh, very winey, nice orange blossom florals, soft mouthfeel, sort of caramel. Uh, overall, I found it to be quite fruity sweet and uh, sort of a gentle sort of a soft cup yeah we talked about this coffee uh, may last year in the podcast episodes and when you had a nice conversation with uh, leonardo henao the mm. producer so if people haven't listened to that they can go back to the backlog of our podcast archive but do you want to talk a little bit about urao and chiroso varietal and how this coffee is processed yeah, so it's it does have a really interesting processing method, and and it is really interesting to to listen to the conversation with um, Leo because he's a, a microbiologist and he does look at uh, fermentation really closely. And basically, he he settled on it the very traditional way that the coffees are processed in Ural, and that is this really unusual sort of picking and long extended fermentation that the coffees go through. So they'll pick on Monday, pulp the coffee, throw it into a tank, and then they'll pick on Tuesday, pulp the coffee, and throw it into the same tank with the same coffee from Monday, the same on Wednesday, the same on Thursday. And then Friday, they'll they'll wash all the coffee and get it ready to be dried out. So by the end of the week, they've got this sort of this you know, mixing pot of uh, coffees from different ages with different sugar amounts, different pHs, uh, all sort of fermenting and simmering away in this fermentation tank and it does um it it produces a really uh amazing cup you would think that some of it would become over fermented and some wouldn't be fermented enough but leo explains in the in the podcast that the um the ph level is lowered every time fresh coffee goes in 
and that the bacteria tends to target the fresh sugars rather than the sugars it's already um, tried to consume or tried to uh, transform. It sounds very unusual, but it, it's actually very effective, uh, very cost effective. And obviously the, the result in the cup is really beautiful. Yeah, this is the processing. As for the place itself, unfortunately, there's a fair amount of um, instability in the, uh, the region. It's not a very safe region to travel through or to own farms in and unfortunately that's one of the reasons that leo has um just sold the farm so he, he only bought it a couple of years ago and he's had to sell it so this could be the last year that we have it i think we have one more shipment coming but that could be the last one which is really sad but it it, it may come back and it is it is part of the challenge of um getting coffee from you know fairly uh exotic and you know sometimes turbulent places like colombia and what can you tell us about Chiroso? Is kind of a native to uh, Urao? The way that it's described is that it's a, a variety that's indigenous to Urao, which um, sounds unusual, but it's the only place in the world that it's it's found. And uh, yeah, so they, they describe two different types as a tall type, Chiroso Bobon, and a shorter type, Chiroso Katura. And I believe Leo has chosen to plant the, the shorter variety, the um, Churoso Katura, instead of the taller variety, the Bourbon. I think he also mentioned that these varietals have nothing to do with Bourbon. They're kind of more, uh, he called them Guji-like. So Guji is an area in Ethiopia. I think we'll probably find one day that the coffees are indigenous to Ethiopia, of course, but they've been brought over fairly early and uh, sort of lost and then rediscovered in Urao. The other coffee has also quite an unusual varietal. It's mm. Ethiosa from uh, Layama in Karanavi, Bolivia. What can you tell us about Ethiosa varietal? Well, to be honest, I had to look it up to get it exactly right, but it's a crossbreed between a number of different um, varieties. So Ethiosa is a, a hybrid between Rume Sudan and Sachimor, and Sachimor has lineage from Villa Sachi and the Timor hybrid. Um, so the Timor hybrid has a little bit of Robusta in it, and the Villasachi is a Bobon type. Yeah, so it produces a variety that is quite high yielding. Um, it has mostly um, Bobon or Typica lineage, but it does have a little bit more disease resistance um, because of the tiny little bit of Robusta type that's in there. And this coffee comes from the Rodriguez family that we know so well and we talked about before how willing they are to experiment. Unusual for Bolivia, this is a natural processed coffee. We brewed some up earlier and what are your tasting notes? Also very fruity. I mean, I got a lot of um, sort of pulpy fruit like ripe apricot, um, some tropical notes like melon or ripe pear, but also a really beautiful perfumey sort of aroma. A little bit of biscuit like short, shortbread, honey and caramel. What about yourself? Yeah, I thought this one's winey, uh, kind of characteristic of um, natural processed coffee. Rum raisin, some strawberry and cream, a uh, little bit of orange, green apple and some tropical fruits. Finca Los Palomas is a washed processed Chirosa varietal from the Rao region of Colombia. Tasting notes on the bag are floral with cherry and dark chocolate, and this coffee retails for $26 for 250 gram and $7.50 per cup. Layama is a natural process Idiosa varietal from the Caranavi region of Bolivia. Tasting notes are complex with orange and strawberry. This coffee retails for $28 for 250 gram and $10 per cup. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope you enjoyed these coffees. Yeah, thank you very much. Please send feedback through if you have it, and speak to you next time. Thank you very much. See you soon.